Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you and welcome to the podcast. So this episode of, of the podcast is, is all about helping you to succeed this Thanksgiving because I have been where you might be right now, where you might actually be struggling with temptation. So what I want to encourage you with before I ever even start this episode is I want to just remind you that you can, this Thanksgiving, you can choose to eat all of the wrong things at the Thanksgiving dinner that you're going to be attending, but you are also needing to realize that you choose the consequences of those choices. So I want you to imagine yourself one or two days after Thanksgiving. How do you want to feel? Imagine the outcome if you were to trust God for what you need so that you don't overdo it on Thanksgiving. Like what could really be different? I mean, really imagine that outcome. If you were to go to him and say, please help me to, you know, have a way out so that I can endure when I'm tempted. Go to him, invite him in, and he will strengthen you. What would feel great about not doing what will only make you have regret later? Like, if you actually say, okay, these are the things I'm going to eat, because if I eat all of those things or I overindulge, you know, one or two days or the Monday after Thanksgiving, I'm going to have so much regret, and I'm going to start beating myself up. Right, A lot of my clients confess to me that they do that. And I want you to be so successful. And so I'm encouraging you to advance yourself a couple of days ahead and decide how you want to feel a couple of days after Thanksgiving and to therefore proactively make right choices. Make space for God's grace on Thanksgiving so that you can see his power move through you with your choices. And I want you to know, even like, again, the podcast is about to start, but you right now are at the intersection of choice right now. Will you let Thanksgiving happen to you or will you let God happen to your Thanksgiving? You can be made stronger by all of your choices if you will just go to God and invite him to the holiday table with you. All right, on to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. So on today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about how I overcame my holiday food stories, right? Because we all have holiday food stories. As you are thinking about maybe this forthcoming holiday season, as you're thinking about it, you're probably already having certain thoughts about it, right? We're all there. There's either a pie or a cake or a side dish or whatever it is. There's something that we struggle to say no to or there might be many things. We all have holiday food stories. Now, for me, I had so many holiday food stories and I had so much unbelief about what I could do during the holiday season. And that unbelief kept me from receiving strength and power to do what I needed to do so that I could stop giving into the temptation of the holidays. And so if you listen to this entire episode, you are gonna walk away feeling more and more confident about who you are spiritually than who you are physically in order for you to step into your transformation. So let me just take you through my journey a little bit. So every year for me, as I remember, as the holidays approached, I would have this like subtle 
this subtle nagging sense of dread in the back of my mind as I thought about how I was, how what I was going to do to actually overcome my holiday food stories so that I would not I would not leave another holiday season having gained weight, right? Anybody else here can completely relate to that because weight loss for me, when I couldn't lose weight, weight loss was already hard. And then it just seemed to have gotten, like it just got harder and harder the older I got. And it was, it was like, it was worse and worse during every holiday season. And there I was, I remember this inevitably come January, I would always find myself in a position where I would have to start off the year trying to lose even more weight because of what I had gained over the holiday season. I used to have all sorts of thoughts and beliefs about the holidays. I didn't even realize that my thoughts and beliefs had shaped my attitude toward weight loss and that I get this. I don't want you to miss this. And that I was the very thing keeping myself from losing weight. I want you to hang with me to the end because this could totally help you because, all right, how do I, let me think about what I just said. What I was believing was keeping me from walking in the freedom that I had available to me as a believer. And I see this with a lot of the coach, with a lot of the clients that I coach. Like I couldn't see how I was free because I only saw the food. And what I was believing kept me walking and trusting in just my five senses more completely than believing that I actually had the power within me to rise above my circumstances. I hope you're listening to this. This could change everything. I didn't know that what I was believing wasn't even true. Or that not only did I have a choice to think and believe something completely differently, that I could actually do it at all. Like I didn't think I could actually change my mind and and then not give in to temptation, right? Like I always thought, oh, I always change my mind and then I just still eat the cake, right? Or I still eat the pie or I still have the ice cream. At the time, I didn't know how to change my thinking. I didn't know how to change my thoughts and feelings about food. I didn't know how to change my attitude. I simply thought that if I felt a certain way, that I simply couldn't control myself and change my thinking. And as I look back right now, as I think back on my transformation, I see how profoundly transformed I truly have become have become at this point, but that the transformation like that I'm thinking through that the transformation that I'm reflecting on, it wasn't physical. It was mental. It was emotional. It was spiritual. It was spiritual and emotional before it was ever physical. And when you invite God into your life, you need to invite him into all of it. There is not an area where he will not that he doesn't want to help you or that he won't help you. But you simply have to ask. You have to ask him for his help. He's waiting to be invited. And then you need to trust in doing things his way. That's what I had to do. Nobody ever showed me how to do this on my weight loss journey. I just had to follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And as I did this little by little, he illuminated each and every single step in front of me. And as I obediently just did the next right thing after the next right thing, and all of them were hard, they were all uphill. As I did this, I started trusting more and more in his ways instead of my ways. My ways got me to the point of, not being able to say no to alcohol and not being able to say no to the holiday foods. His ways set me free. I mean, think about it. Your ways keep you, think about this. Your ways keep you from believing in and walking in the blessings that are available to you when you obediently do what the Holy Spirit guides you to do. The word tells us that we have an assurance of guidance, but you've got to respond to that guidance. Hey, you, just a really quick commercial break to tell you about my next masterclass. This is going to be a weight loss intensive. 
and I've made it a three-day event. You do not have to be live, but it is live via Zoom. And there are three days that I'll be doing this at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Standard Time. The first day is going to be Tuesday, November 28th at 12 o'clock noon, Friday, December the 1st, and Saturday, December the 2nd, 12 o'clock noon. It is three days. That means three hours of teaching. And it is only $37, not $37 per day. It is a total of $37. So many people have already signed up for this. This three-day event could transform your life. This weight loss intensive is called Reprogrammed for Weight Loss. And this is where I'm taking all of the fluff out. And I'm day one, I'm going to be teaching you what you need to do to be strong spiritually, to be renewed spiritually. I shouldn't say renewed spiritually because you're already renewed spiritually, but remastered spiritually so that you can be led in the spirit on your weight loss journey. Day two is going to be all about how to be um, renewed and renewing your mind through the soul work that I'll be teaching you. And then day three is all about the physical. So day one is spirit. Day two is soul. Day, day three is physical and it's going, it could be everything you, you have been praying for. It could change your life. You don't have to join live. The reason that I'm doing it at 12 o'clock noon EST every day was this is the only time on my calendar when I don't have clients or group coaching calls and I want to get this out to you. So many people are currently stuck on their weight loss journey and God has placed it upon my heart to get out there and to help people, people just like you. So if you are interested, it's called Reprogrammed for Weight Loss. You can click on the link in the show notes and it'll take you right to it. Save your seat. It is literally only $37. It is a no-brainer. You don't have to be there live. You can watch it on the replay. It could be everything that you've been looking for. All right, back to the show. And you have to know that God's ways require sacrifice. Nobody ever told me this. They require sacrifice. As you disconnect from who the world has, has told you that you are, has shown you that you are, how, has taught you to cope, right? Has shown you how to respond to and how to handle things. This, let me, okay. This can and actually, in my case, will limit you. I mean, I was completely limited. I was like, without even realizing it. Oh, I don't want to say this. I don't want to go off on a tangent, right? Like, I don't even want to say without even realizing it, you can actually start walking in unbelief and doubt in specific areas of your life with food and not even know that you are walking in unbelief and doubt as a believer. So let me paint a picture of this for you. Do you believe right now, as you're sitting here listening to this, do you believe God can help you to renew your mind about your food stories? I mean, think about it. You know, he can like, especially the food stories that you have about the holidays. Do you believe that God can actually strengthen you and actually empower you in areas where you might feel tempted to just eat what you know you shouldn't eat? You know, there isn't anything that he can't help you with that he can't empower you to rise above. You know this, you know, he can help you. He can help you with all things, but sometimes your actions, your decisions can convey doubt. Doubt and unbelief are completely different. I want to unpack this for you because this can be pretty profound and give you freedom as a believer. There is a completely, there is a difference between doubt and unbelief, right? So um, let me think of a concise way to say this. When you doubt, you question the truth, right? I know God can help me, but like, you know, God can help you, but you question it. 
And when you are in unbelief, you refuse to believe truth because of the truth that you have decided to believe, right? I mean, I want you to think about this. I'm thinking of scripture right now. Jesus could Jesus could do no mighty work where there was unbelief, right? That's Mark 6, 5, and 6. But what you need to know is that faith-filled steps that <clears throat> faith-filled steps that you take despite your thoughts and feelings and habits and traditions, the faith-filled steps that you take despite the ways that you've conformed to the patterns of this world or the patterns of your thought, those faith-filled steps are what cause Jesus to move. I like to say that it's God's provision. He will provide the way if you will go to him and seek his guidance and he will give you assurance of victory. And then it's Jesus's power, right? Jesus will move. Like you can look up what is that? Luke 7, 9, your faith requires that you believe and that you do what it is that you know in your spirit more than doing what you feel in your flesh. So what do you believe? What do you believe when you're thinking about the holidays and all of the foods and the temptations? What, how do I want to ask this? Okay. What you, okay. How do I want to say this? What you do believe is the very thing that is keeping you from believing truth. That's the most concise way I can say it. If you believe this thought, if you believe the thought, I can't say no, Sherry, you don't understand my family, we're such foodies. We go all out on the holidays. If you believe the thought, I can't say no to all of the holiday foods. That thought, that belief is what you are trusting and walking in faith to, right? That's unbelief. You can't believe that you can say no to the wrong foods because you believe that you guys eat this way over the holidays. But if you are believing truth, you will find a way through it. So what thoughts do you have? I'm so sorry, there's something in my eye. What thoughts do you have about this forthcoming holiday season? About this next approaching holiday dinner? Like what thought right now is coming up for you? And what are you believing? And how is it that those thoughts are keeping you? How could, I should say, how could those thoughts keep you from receiving the spiritual help and power that you need and strength that you need to do what you should. How are those things keeping you from this? Okay, so just answer those questions and just have a real moment with yourself because it is time for you to begin taking your thoughts captive in this area. You must grab the food thought, the food belief, the food story that you are believing. Like the thought that you might have, the thought of, oh, Sherry, you don't understand. I can't say no to all of the, the holiday foods. If you have that, that thought, for example, that thought is keeping you from believing that you can say no. If you believe I can't say no, that thought is keeping you from believing that you can say no. I like to summarize it this way. I like to say unbelief is caused by what you believe. Your thoughts lead to your beliefs. And your beliefs and thoughts lead to what you do because you believe these things. And these continued thoughts, they develop your attitude towards something. And you, before long, you don't even see that you've built up these walls and you are keeping yourself captive. These are the things that are, these are the things that are keeping you from knowing the truth and being free in the truth that is completely available to you in this moment as a believer. So in weight loss, in weight loss, it's thinking that keeps you stuck. It's your patterned and conditioned thought processes. You're thinking things and believing them, not even like spending any time to evaluate what you're thinking or questioning the validity of what you're thinking because you just believe it as truth. For so long, I want you to get this because I want you to have the same freedom that I have. <clears throat> For so long, unbelief kept me from receive, receiving spiritual strength 
to do what I should. Because in my spirit, I always know what I should be doing. In my soul, in my mind, is where I feel like doing things. And in my body is where I did the things. Whichever one I gave credibility to was the one that I allowed to be my authority, the one I allowed to master me. So if I followed the prompting of the Holy Spirit where I knew what I should eat today, and I just did that, I would have success. But when I would negotiate with my thoughts, I would come under that authority and I would just do whatever I wanted because I felt like it. I used to believe that I could eat all the foods or that maybe I would actually go to the event or the Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter, or whatever it was. And I would believe, oh, I won't overeat. I'll make a good choice. Or I would think things like, you know, I kind of deserve to eat these things because it only happens once a year. I would have those things. And yet these were the very beliefs that were, these were the very things that I kept believe, thinking and believing that were keeping me stuck in weight loss, especially as I got older. Because all of my holiday indulgences had become such a setup that caused me to continue to eat wrong foods perpetually until I began every January. I'd start off every new year with so much extra weight that I was unable to even possibly have room in my mind to believe that I could ever lose the weight. And for quite a long time, and this, this got worse as I got older, but for quite a long time, it was true. I couldn't even believe that I could lose weight because I kept perpetuating this cycle where every, at the end of every year, I would eat all the things, gain all the weight at the beginning of the year. I couldn't, I couldn't lose it. So I was just collecting evidence to substantiate my belief that I couldn't lose weight. But that's where things changed with Jesus because Jesus helps us with unbelief, but you need to be aware of your unbelief in order to be set free from it. So what do you believe? What are you believing? What are your food stories, right? What are, what are you thinking and believing about food around the holidays? Do you, or, you know what? And you might be at the point where you just want to eat all the foods and maybe that's just where you are. You can choose to eat all the foods, but you also choose the consequences. These are things nobody ever said to me that would have helped me. So what will all of those holiday foods give you, right? And I just want to say these things in love because these are the things that nobody ever said to me that would have helped me to get unstuck on my weight loss journey. What will the, like, you've got to think about it. What do all of these foods give you? And then also the other side of that is what will all of these foods take? What will be the impact of those food choices? What will the impact of those foods collectively over time as you step into the next, you know, the week after the holidays, or, you know, as you return to your weight loss goals, what will be the effect of those food choices on your mind and on your body? Like a few days after eating them. And, and further to this, like what could happen if you made, just if you simply made better versions of the dishes for the forthcoming holiday and you showed up at the holiday dinner with healthier options, what could be the outcome? How could that change things? How could that strengthen you? How, how could that help you to believe more completely? And, you know, further to this, and I, I, I challenge my clients with this all the time. What are the holidays even about anyhow, right? Like are the holidays about the food or are the holidays about the people and the memories and being together? Like, are the holidays really about the things that the world tells us they're about? And why do we just go along with that? Right? The world has made it about food. Uh, <clears throat> I digress. But anyhow, do you believe that Jesus can or he could or that he will help you if you would just believe that he will? Or does part of you doubt that he could help you? 
And only you know this answer and you don't have to tell anybody your answer. Just get real with yourself for a minute. Do you believe that you are a lost cause? Because I'm here to tell you, you're not. I mean, over time, I lost more than 150 pounds because I I would lose 10 pounds on a, on a diet and go back and gain 12. And then I would lose seven pounds and gain nine more. And I'd go back and I'd lose those nine. And then I'd gain 15 because I thought that weight loss was just a quick fix that I would do. And then I would lose the weight and then I was free. When in reality, the problem was right here. It was in my thinking. I didn't have a weight loss problem. I had a thinking problem. So I don't want you for a moment to think that you are a lost cause, that you are beyond help. There isn't anybody beyond the help of Jesus. I want you to think about this. Think about all of the holidays. Think about like what we have Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, all of the birthdays in your family, the anniversaries, the celebrations, um, summertime, s'mores, happy hour, margaritas, Cinco de Mayo, Mayo, the 4th of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Halloween, if you celebrate it, all of these events and all of these holidays, guess what? They are always going to be here. They are never going away. You are always going to want to indulge for each and every single one of them. There is never going to be a good time for you to change. You are always going to not want to eat the right foods during these events. You're there's probably never going to be a good time for you to do hard things. So my encouragement for you is for you to get a true awareness of what it is that I'm sharing with you. I encourage you to start where you are and to go forward in the spiritual strength that you have right now, because you have a spirit of power and of self-discipline, of self-restraint. You just have to consciously choose to walk in it. And when you choose to walk in this and to be led in your spirit of power, you have within you the strength to override all of your physical desires. You have the ability to override your physical will, to override all of your conditioned, patterned ways that you've conformed to the seasons or to the calendar because of you know what you've celebrated in your life thus far. You have the ability to rise above your conditioned thoughts and attitudes about the holidays and all of your food stories. I mean, do you believe this is possible for you? I'm living proof. I have not, I have not had any problem through Christ who strengthens me to do what I should do. I've not had any problem since walking in the spirit around any of the holiday dishes since the time I started walking in the fullness of my faith. If I can have this kind of transformation through my faith, through appropriating my faith and living in the fullness of my faith in the way that I do and teach, you can too. This isn't something only specially reserved for Christian life coaches. I mean, it serves you and it blesses you to learn from me because not only do I have the gift of faith, but I teach faith and I have the gift of encouragement. And that's why the women who work with me experience so much strength and power because they learn how to appropriate their faith. So do you believe that this is possible for you? Because I want to remind you that anything is possible if you believe, according to Mark 9, 23. But you must be believing truth. So right now, what is the truth that you are believing? Because that could be, you've got to evaluate what the truth, what your truth is that you're believing. Because that belief could be that you are believing in a chosen truth that is maybe only a partial truth, right? It isn't the complete truth. This can keep you 
not even like it's a spiritual blind spot. Like you don't even see that you are in unbelief. Like if you have that thought, I can eat all of the holiday foods because they only come by once a year. If you believe that you're never going to believe that I don't have to eat the holiday foods because they only come from once a year. They only come by once a year, right? You're never going to be able to walk in the fullness of believing what is possible. If you keep believing things that are not entirely true, because unbelief will keep you what you are believing will keep you in unbelief. So pay attention to what you're thinking. Pay attention to what you're feeling. Pay attention to what you're believing. Because these are the things that are shaping your attitude and are weakening you and keeping you completely mastered to the holiday season, not believing that you truly are free. All right, so find what you are believing and what is keeping you stuck in unbelief. Pray the prayer. I'm thinking of um, pray the prayer. Help me to overcome my unbelief. Like you see modeled in the Bible in Mark 9, 24. Jesus will help you overcome your unbelief, but you have to know how to walk in his power. He helps you overcome your unbelief, but his power is spiritual. Your belief is going to require that you walk in his spiritual power, in the spiritual power that is already within you physically. Like his spiritual power is within you. You must trust it and then walk it out physically. You need to hear me on this. You need to expect that it will be hard. So what is possible this holiday season, if you would just believe every area where you have concerns that you might not make the best choice, that you might eat things because you just want to. Every single area where you want to have freedom to say no to the wrong foods, I encourage you to get to the root. Find the thought that you are believing that you know is the thing that could weaken you and cause you to give into temptation. And then ask yourself, is this thought even true? Is this thought empowering me? Or is this thought disempowering me? Because that will give you a clue as to whether or not this is something that you should be trusting. Is this a conditioned thought? How is this thought keeping me in doubt or unbelief? Again, when it's doubt, that means that you know the truth, but you are questioning the truth. And unbelief is where you refuse to believe truth because of the truth that you do decide to believe. I like to say it this way. Unbelief is caused by what you believe. So what are you believing and how is that keeping you from believing complete and total truth? Know this, as I wrap up today, there is no lack of Jesus's power to you. No lack of Jesus's power to help you. There is just your lack of faith that he will help you and he will help you, but you must stop helping yourself in order for his help to work. I like to say that you've got to make space for his grace. So as you go into this holiday season, have a plan for the holidays. Pray and plan into your plan and pray and plan into all of your choices. And then like if you're going somewhere for the holidays to have dinner with your family before you leave for the holiday, eat before you go. I did that so many years in a row. I would eat before I would go. I would, excuse me, drink a lot of water. I would, if I was worried about offending people, because offending people, like we all look forward to the food pushers in our lives, right? Because they give us a pass for us to eat the things we know we shouldn't eat. So I would go there. And if I felt like I couldn't rise up against my aunt who 
wanted me to sample all the things, I would put a small amount of all of the things on my plate and I would cut things up and move it around and whatever I knew I couldn't eat, I just wouldn't eat. And as I cut it up and move it around and engaged in conversation at the table, nobody ever knew that I hadn't eaten it, hadn't eaten it. So know, know that there are ways for you to avoid the things that you know you should be avoiding you, avoiding. Another thing I would encourage for women is to know where you are hormonally because that's a different level of preparation, right? I teach all of my clients how to deal with hormones and weight loss. But before you go to this holiday dinner, pray before you go, pray before you eat. If things are, if you're really nervous, excuse yourself, go to the restroom and pray with specificity for what you need. Pray the solution in your moment of weakness. I like to let everybody borrow because I believe in praying and speaking scripture because that's how faith comes by hearing. I like to encourage everybody to borrow my power of the spirit scripture, which is Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. This is the kind of scripture that when you pray it, you stand up and you walk out and you obey it. Trust your spirit of power and self-discipline more than it is that you are trusting your physical senses. Let God show you his power, his power to guide you and to lead you. If you will just believe that he will guide you and that he will lead you. He will show you which path to take so that you can actually endure and overcome this holiday season. And then you will be made stronger. This journey is all about your character. This life journey is all about your character being developed and you glorifying God, your sanctification process about becoming just a powerful witness. I encourage all of my clients to not discount the witness of their weight loss, right? Think about how your weight loss testimony glorifies God. Your weight loss journey with God will do that. So expect that when you are seeking God, even during the holidays, expect that the holidays will just look a little bit different. If you approach it more profoundly spiritually than physical, physically, things will be different. Expect people around you to not understand you, right? Nobody in my family understands me. <laughs> That's okay. They don't need to. God needs me to eat a certain way because my food choice gives him a voice. Expect that as you enter into the holiday season, being more profoundly spirit-led than physically-led, expect that you will likely have thoughts and feelings. You're still going to have them. And these are the very thoughts and feelings that are they could possibly cause you to feel sad or frustrated or uncomfortable. But expect that by doing the right hard things, you will be made stronger because you did the right hard things. You didn't give into temptation. You were shown which path to take. You received the guidance and you are assured of victory the more you take steps of faith instead of just walking in your flesh, even in weight loss.